Hello, ghouls. Welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, Ghoul That Rules. Black One Jack 2 had a scheduling conflict and he could not be here today, so I'm going solo. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic wanted to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. Today's episode is sponsored by Ed's Barbershop. Ed's Barbershop is located at 210 Lane Street, North Judson, Indiana. So if you enjoy getting your hair cut from a hometown barber with that old-fashioned feel, then dial 574-896-3344 and schedule your appointment today. Uh, so for today's episode, uh, we're going to be doing something a little different. Uh, normally, I have a show idea that I want to do, and I'll, I'll put time and research into it, and then something will happen, and I'll come across something, and I say, you know, I would just be negligent in my duties if I did not do a show about whatever particular topic that I happen to find. And so the other day I was uh, playing around on YouTube and I came across the news report that the Pentagon has just confirmed that the Navy has videos of UFOs. And so what we're going to do, um, I'm going to play that news report for you. And if you would like to see the video, go to bravethebasement.weebly.com. And I just added a new uh, page to the website uh, called Bonus Material. And it's something that whenever I come across something like this, I'm going to post that we're going to cover. Or if uh, anyone has audio of something paranormal or video of something paranormal, I would put it there. So uh, I'm going to go ahead. We're going to jump straight into this uh, news report. And then uh, we'll come back after that with the UFO story. Meantime, UFO sightings in New York have nearly doubled since the pandemic began, and we are getting new video from the Navy showing pyramid-shaped objects flying in the sky. Brian Yenis is live for us in Brooklyn, New York. Brian, good morning. Trace, good morning. This extraordinary video and images of unidentified flying objects or UFOs were leaked to investigative reporter Jeremy Corbell and investigative reporter George Knapp. This night vision video purportedly shows three pyramid-shaped UFOs flying over the USS Russell off the coast of California in July of 2019. At one point, these UFOs reportedly hovered just 700 feet above the tail of the Navy destroyer, making, quote, extraordinary maneuvers. Now, Corbell says the unclassified video is part of a classified government report intended to educate officials about unidentified crafts flying over restricted airspace. These cell phone photos taken by a FA-18 pilot in March of 2019 show three different unidentified aircrafts off the coast of Oceania, including two UFOs dubbed the Metallic Blimp and another called the Sphere. A Department of Defense spokesperson said, quote, I can confirm that the referenced photos and videos were taken by Navy personnel. The Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force has included these incidents in their ongoing examinations. However, the Pentagon was unwilling to confirm these three photos photos, which Corbell says came from the USS Omaha, showing a UFO diving into the ocean and disappearing. That is an extraordinary piece of technology. Whoever is operating these technologies are far more advanced than anything we have in the U.S. arsenal, and, and that should be a warning sign. We need to find out the intent of the operators of these vehicles. Extraterrestrial or, or not, a bombshell UFO report is expected in June from the U.S. government. Hmm. Trace. Look forward to that. Brian Yenis live for us in New York. Brian, thank you. 
And that was the news report. Uh, that was from Fox News. Um, they posted that video on YouTube. And what's significant about that is it is the second time, uh, and this is two years in a row, that the U.S. government has finally confirmed some of these UFOs. Um, the, the first time, um, they're called the Pentagon UFO videos. And uh, real quick, this is just right off the Wikipedia page. The Pentagon UFO videos are selected visual recordings of cockpit instrumentation displays from United States Navy fighter jets based aboard aircraft carriers USS Nimitz and USS Theodore, Theodore Roosevelt in 2004, 2014, and 2015. The three grainy black and white videos widely characterized as officially documenting UFOs were the subject of extensive coverage in the media in 2017. The Pentagon later addressed and officially released the videos in 2020. So uh, in 2020, like I said, the, the Pentagon officially said, yes, these are real. And then uh, just within the past week, um, they had videos from 2019 that the Pentagon is saying, yes, these are real as well. And uh, it was the the video was taken from uh, our Navy. Of course, this still calls into the, into question. You know, um, is these are these UFOs uh, some kind of secret technology? Um, are are they you know another country uh, experimenting with with, with aircraft? Uh, are these extraterrestrial? What are these things? And so. You know, I wanted to cover that and bring up those questions, and and, and we say this a lot on the show because uh, we focus on paranormal, but you know something like the UFOs and, and aliens, you know, there's entire podcasts, there's entire uh, TV series dedicated. So, I mean, we could go on and on and on and explore this. So I just kind of want to leave this up to each and every listener to make their own determination. And uh, so for for a treat for you guys, I found an interview um, from a very famous UFO alien induction story from 1973 uh, by a gentleman named uh, Charles Hickson and Calvin Parker. Um, this is called the Pasagola Abduction. Um, and I'm reading this right off of Wikipedia as well. The Pasagola Abduction was an alleged UFO sighting and alien abduction in 1973 in which Charles Hickson and Calvin Parker claimed they were abducted by aliens while fishing near Pascola, Mississippi. So I'm going to go ahead and play an interview um, with Charles Hickson where he tells the entire story. It's about eight minutes long. Uh, after that interview, I'll give you some of my thoughts on it. And uh, so I hope you all enjoy. I don't think I'll ever forget what did happen. Uh, of course, it was on October... 11th of 73, uh, I was employed by F.B. Walker and Son Shipyard at that time, and Calvin was also a friend of mine. Um, many evenings after work, I'd, you know, I'd go fishing on the river when, I, when I'd have time. So that day in particular, uh, about noon, Calvin and myself had planned on going fishing that evening after work. And uh, after we had went home and got our tackle, of course, and went down to the river, we tried several places, and we came back up by to the old Shaw Peter shipyard, and was sitting on an old pier fishing out into the river. And I don't know whether uh, what really attracted my attention, but uh, I heard a hissing-like sound, 
And when I turned and looked behind me, uh, there was something, some kind of craft that was, uh, it was probably 18 or inches or a foot off of the ground just hovering there. And there were two blue lights up toward the front of it, and they were either revolving or pulsating. And I, I really didn't know what to think, I, you know, I didn't know what it was. It, it, it startled me at first, and I stepped down off of the pier, uh, and, and I looked around, and well, I saw Calvin step down too, and he was looking the same thing I was. And about the time we stepped on the ground, there was a door open there in the front, just seemed to appear there, probably a, a sliding door. And there was a brilliant light that came out of the, from outside of the, the craft, uh, just a beam of light. And there was something that, that some, uh, well, I know now it was robots, but there was something that came into the door. There was three of them, in fact, one behind the other one, and they just seemed to glide out of the door. They never touched the ground, and um, I didn't know what to do. I'd, I'd become quite frightened at that time, and the river was behind us. We couldn't, uh, we couldn't go that way. So, and those things were getting close to us. And when, when they got up real close to me, I, I, I guess I just froze, I don't know, but then they came around and one of them took hold of this arm, and I felt pain in it just instantly. And one of them took hold of the other arm, and I seemed to just rise up from the ground at the height they were in more or less a leaning position. So they weren't very tall. I mean, I'm, not, I'm five foot eight, and I was a little taller than, than they were. And about that time, Calvin, uh, he was to, to my right. Um, I saw one take hold of him, and he just went limp. And I found out later that he had, he had passed out. He had fainted from the fear, I suppose. But anyway, these things, um, they just, we just went right on to the craft through that door into that bright light, went into what was probably the middle of a room or a compartment, and it, it appeared to me that it was round. And the light was glowing from the walls and the overhead and the floor. And we stopped about, about middle ways of the room, I suppose, and um, they just released me. I couldn't move anything but my eyes. I, I could move my eyes. I, I, I don't know why I could move them. They couldn't move anything else. But anyway, they released me and a few moments, I suppose it was. But out directly in front of me, something came out of the wall that it appeared to me that just a big, I always refer to it as an eye, a big pupil in an eye. And it moved up in front of my face and it remained there for a few, few minutes, a moments, I suppose. And it went downward and went under me and I'm assuming it went up the backside because it came back up over my head, came back in front of me and it remained there for a few more, uh, probably a, a minute or two or more and it moved back into the light in the wall and disappeared. I was, I was still suspended there. I, I didn't know there wasn't anything I could do. I just kept thinking, you know, what are they going to do with me? Are they going to take me away? Or, or I, I couldn't imagine what they were going to do or what they were doing with me. But anyhow, after a while, these things came back and they took hold of me and we seemed to turn there in the room and we moved back out the doorway and they moved back to almost the exact spot that they had picked me up from and they just released me and I fell to the ground. Well, it was this time that I saw Calvin again and he was, 
he was standing there in front of the river with his arms outstretched and he appeared to me to be going in shop and I was trying to get up to my feet to, to make it uh, to him to see if I could help him some way and I heard that hissing sound again and I looked behind me and I saw those uh, blue lights just instantly and this craft just it just went away. Well, I made my way on to Calvin, and I could get up on my feet by this time, and it took me a while to, to get him where I could talk to him and, and assure him that, that maybe, you know, that we, we weren't hurt bad, I know, you know, but we really didn't know what they had done to us. We, at first, we, we decided we wouldn't tell anyone. we just keep it to ourselves because, you know, I, I didn't want to be called nut and crazy. Those things are just not supposed to happen. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized that, that we had to tell someone, maybe the military, because, you know, possibly our country could be a threat to our country. So we stopped on the way home, and I called Keesler Air Force Base from a paid phone, and uh, briefly I tried to explain to them what had happened, but they informed me that they didn't handle those things, that we'd have to go through the local church department. Well, we hesitated there. We didn't want to go through the church department because... You know, they might just grab us up and take us on to the nut house. But anyway, we talked it over again and decided we would call the sheriff's department and maybe we could get him to assure us that, that we wouldn't have any publicity about it. So I called the sheriff's department and they sent two deputies over, which after talking with us, asked us to follow them to the sheriff's department, and we did. And they uh, questioned us there for several hours. And the sheriff assured me that night that uh, we wouldn't have any publicity about it at all. He would try to, to maybe report it to the proper authorities, whoever the, the proper authorities were, and it could be investigated. But the next day, uh, when we reached work, my telephone was, was ringing, and it was some uh, reporter from Jackson, and then uh, all the telephones at the shipyard started ringing, and they were uh, trying to get information about what happened to Charlie Hickson and Calvin Parker uh, that past night in, in Pasco. As a whole, I think the public has been real decent to me. Um, I haven't had any ridicule over all these years. Um, I think that's because I've been honest. Uh, and when people's wanted to ask me questions about it and talk about it, I took up my time to do it. Sometimes I think maybe I shouldn't have told anyone what happened to, to me here on this Pascal River many years ago. But then again, I realized that I did right by, by telling what happened. I think most of the people knows where man has been. I think I know where we're going. Maybe someday I can help convince the world to that fact. I know there's other worlds out there with life on it, and someday everyone will know that to be a fact without any doubt. So that was a couple interviews put together uh, to, to get the whole story, and that was from Charles Hickinson. And um, like I said, this happened in 1973, and uh, since telling this story, uh, obviously it's faced a lot of skepticism. And uh, I'm going to read this off. This is off the Wikipedia page as well. Uh, aviation journalist and UFO, UFO skeptic Philip J. Kloss found discrepancies in Hickinson's story noted that Hickinson refused to take a polygraph exam conducted by an experienced examiner and concluded that the case was a hoax. Skeptical investigator Joe Nickel 
wrote that Hickson's behavior was questionable and that Hickson later altered or embellished his claims. Nichols speculated that Hickson may have fantasized the alien encounter while in a dream state. So did this really happen to him and Calvin? I don't know. But what we do know is, like I said, this is two years in a row now that the Pentagon has uh, officially said, yes, these are UFOs. Does not mean that they're extraterrestrial UFOs. Just means that they're not exactly sure what they are. But what I find interesting is that they're finally confirming these things. And, you know, I watched a video a long time ago. Um, George W. Bush was interviewed, and, and I think it was like on a, on a Tonight Show, and uh, they asked him about aliens and UFOs. And he just kind of shrugged it and laughed it off and, and played the, well, I can't tell you it's classified. And then uh, when Barack Obama was president, um, he was on a talk show and they asked him the same question as well. And he basically gave the same answer that George W. Bush gave. But when they asked Donald Trump uh, while he was president about UFOs, he said that he didn't believe in them, but that pilots have been reporting this. Our military pilots have been reporting seeing some very strange things. And now we have the Pentagon saying, yes, we do have UFOs, but we do not know if they're extraterrestrial or not. So that leads me to say, what do you think? Do you think that we're being visited by aliens? Do you think that these are hoaxes? Do you think these are government conspiracies? Are they other country government technology? What are these things? Now, I've personally never seen uh, what I would say is UFO because just about anything that's not obviously an airplane to me is a is UFO because you know, I wouldn't know the difference between a weather balloon and, and, and some drone that the military would be flying because I'm, I'm definitely not an expert. And I have my own uh, thoughts and opinions on if we've been visited by another planet and, and another race of uh, living creatures out there with intelligent life. Uh, hey, if you've ever had any UFO experiences, seen something, you got pictures, video, send that on over to bravedebasement at gmail.com. We'll throw it up on the website, talk about it on the show. Uh, so if you'd like to become a Brave Debasement ghoul, be sure to share the show on social media. Go to bravedebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. If you have a ghost story you would like to share with us, you can reach us at bravedebasement at gmail.com. Your story can make it on the show and be featured on the website. You can also submit your story on Reddit under the subreddit Brave Debasement or in the YouTube comment section. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, brand new page on the website, bonus material. If you have any audio or video footage, send that over. We'd love to throw it up there. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you're up late at night and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. I'm your host, Ghoul That Rules, and I hope you join us again. Till next time.